You're listening to Season 3, Episode 29. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Shop. Uh, my name is Therese. I am the host of this podcast and I also run a business called Small Business Collaborative where I help business owners grow their businesses through wholesale, make more sales, increase their profitability and... Um, I absolutely love seeing my clients grow their businesses and there's so much excitement this year for this autumn because things are a bit unusual and people, we don't really know what is actually going to happen but I feel that there's definitely a sense of positivity and enthusiasm for the year so I hope that you feel the same. Throughout the lockdown and with everything that has happened this year, it's been a real privilege to be able to almost document what people's feelings has been throughout this because I started this in the beginning of lockdown to speak to business owners about how they felt in their businesses and in the beginning we were all a bit unsure and hopeful and we did not know that it was going to go on for as long as it has and I feel that now there's lots of stories of positivity people's small businesses has transformed during the lockdown and I wanted to make sure to include some of those stories where things has gone really well as a result of the challenges we face this year. So today I am speaking with Laura from Pagan Board. Pagan Board is a company that makes really clever and beautiful storage solutions and Laura's business has completely gone crazy during the lockdown with everyone wanting to redo their home offices and I guess just paying more attention to their homes and being a little bit more house proud. So I really hope that you will enjoy listening to our chat and we're going to head straight into it and here is my chat with Laura from Peg and Board. Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for coming on Let's Talk Shop. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so lovely to talk uh, on the podcast. I would love to hear more about you and your business, please. Yeah, well, uh, I'm Laura and my uh, business is Peg and Board and I sell and make pegboards and small storage. Yeah, that's that. That's that's me. <laughs> yeah, and you started. When did you get started? I launched in September two thousand and eighteen. So we're just coming up to our second birthday. Yeah. So our businesses are almost the same. Well, I fully started November twenty eighteen. So we're almost the same. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> And what? How did it start? Like, why did you start it? Well, I'd I'd had kind of little side sort of hustles. I I don't think I can call them businesses. The ones I had before, just because it was always kind of alongside something else, and I never. I I don't think I ever fully looked at them as right. I want this to be a business. I want to grow it. All that kind of stuff. So yeah, mm. I'd, I'd always done something kind of alongside, I used to be an actor, long story, many moons ago. Mm. <laughs> and so I knew you could make your own money and you could work for yourself. Um, and then I guess after having children, I wanted something flexible. And yeah. we lived in a really small flat in London and there's just no space and I remember seeing a pegboard and absolutely loving it but I couldn't find anyone that did it in this country there was just there was a company in Australia so basically the idea was kind of planted Mm. but it took me it took me quite a while to, to to bring it to life I think there was there was a lot of doubt there was a lot of are people gonna think I'm nuts (laughs) um actually it's got much easier people kind of know what they are now but even when I launched September 18 the face I would get when people said oh what what is it you sell and I'd say oh pegboards they 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 would look at me gone out (laughs) well now I think if they say that to you you can almost look at them (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) 
So now I, yeah, I saw one and I just had it in my head that I wanted one. And then I thought, I'm going to make one. And I did. And then that was it, really. I was like, okay, I can, I can make this work. And yeah, went from there and just testing things, trialing things, getting everything in place. And yeah, I launched with just, just wooden ones. Yeah. And then quite quickly, I realized I wanted colorful ones because I love color anyway. I always have done. And it was just figuring out how, how, how to do that. And that's when I then thought the best way to offer color would be to powder coat metal yeah and that's yeah when the the metal range started so kind of grown a bit with wood and metal well that's brilliant and it's all gone quite quickly how did you overcome you know all those kind of things holding you back in the beginning about feeling like oh well people think I'm crazy basically (laughs) (laughs) the idea didn't leave me I guess and that's kind of why I thought actually what, what there's no point in worrying about what other people think because all the people that mattered to me anyway like my husband my parents they they're always really supportive and kind of like okay go, go for it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why not um so I thought yeah it doesn't it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks and because it didn't shift I thought let's just go for it I did very very nearly go down child's decor like signs and things and actually all, I've still got a bunch of them in my bottom drawer somewhere um, I very nearly went down that route but as I was doing it I just didn't love it I really didn't yeah. so I thought no come on let's let's go with the original idea and I'm so glad I did <laughs> yeah it's amazing and I think that you know like when you think paintball well I mean, there's certainly I do when I think that pegboard, I think about you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me very happy. So how's it been during, well, we're out of lockdown now, but how's it been this year? Has business this been this year? Because it's it's been an odd year, hasn't it? Yes, it has. And it's, it's really funny because obviously my first year, my first proper full business year was last year. So hmm. that's kind of all I have to go on and then coming into the new year it was it was going well things were on a kind of upwards trend which was which was great nice and steady and then obviously covid happened (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah I in all honesty had kind of thought right let's just weather the storm and see what happens I kind of thought not a lot would happen really and I started changing suppliers for my metal at the start of the year and that was an absolute godsend I I got lucky really with that why is that because you changed it so it's closer to home or yeah I so I originally got my metal manufactured in China they were fine They, they really were fine it was just it was more hassle than I thought it would be so I yeah. found I found a place, yeah, literally twenty minutes up the road, and oh, thought, brilliant! Yeah, and thought this is just going to make my life easier. Even in in terms of wholesale, I was like, if I happen to get orders, obviously when they come from China, you have to allow six weeks shipping, um, yeah, which isn't great if someone wants them relatively soon. So I thought in the long run, it's just going to be easier to change to somewhere up the road. And yeah, the timing obviously couldn't have been better because then everything unraveled and nothing was coming out of China anyway for quite a while. Yeah, of course. So yeah, I thought, okay, we've already got that rolling, so that's great. Um, I don't have to worry about that. And did they stay open during the lockdown? What Did they manage to continue? Yeah, they did. They were on a much smaller, uh, they called it like skeleton staff. But yeah, yeah. everything was still running. My CNC company, who I changed just as lockdown had come into place, mm. they stayed running because there's only two of them that work there. Yeah, so perfect. Yeah, it was. So it's nice you get to support other small businesses too. Yeah, it's great, and they're all kind of quite quite local, and yeah, it, it's really nice. Kind of when someone buys from me, yeah, there's actually quite a few because my powder coaters are also a local business so there's quite a lot of us that it goes across which I'm quite proud of actually I really like that I love that 
I think that's brilliant. And, you know, it's amazing that you already have that kind of working and, well, the change is coming. Yes. Yeah. It it really helped. But then I kind of thought, regardless of that, I thought, oh, wow, nothing's going to happen. I thought everything would go quiet. And it, it's been the polar opposite. <laughs> which is amazing yeah it's it's definitely kept me busy it's really kind of it's really pushed sort of peg and board on and I'm yeah enjoying it I am looking forward to a kind of it's slowing a little bit or me just getting better kind of better things in progress so it's not as time consuming on me the entire time I was gonna say you don't want sales to slow down no I don't no absolutely (laughs) (laughs) you want your processes to change maybe that's that's what I kind of now need to look at being like okay what what can I delegate is I guess gonna be be the big thing so how much in comparison to like when you say that it's changed your business how how much has it changed your business do you think oh a lot I have I think I've I've just gone over double um on on last year which for a kind of solo (laughs) a solo business owner like just me yeah it's it's been a lot but yeah. like you say, it's great and I'm ready. I've just had to I've had to sit and figure out the runnings of it a lot more. Which is gonna be brilliant in the long run. Yeah. There's some then you can make it truly scalable and do it whatever however you want it to grow, I suppose. Yeah. Because you still hand sand I've seen on Instagram, you still hand sand your pegs. Yeah, absolutely. I so all of the wooden boards come to me cut so all the holes are perfect because it's done by a cnc machine yeah yeah so they all come to me and then i still personally (laughs) sand and oil and pack every single board that that goes out so yeah it's it's just getting that process slicker and down and yeah so i uh, (laughs) it's i've not i've been quite envious of you know some of my friends who obviously aren't worried about their jobs but have been furloughed and have enjoyed some nice downtime yeah there's been none of that for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know some of the ones well I suppose I've always thought we were lucky work well you know feeling grateful working from home but you know if you have a stable job and you've been furloughed yeah that must have been amazing. <laughs> like, I'm not taking trying to take away from that. It would have been worrying and hard and really tough for some people. But yeah. like, yeah, if you knew it was a, it was safe and you were going back to it, it must be. Quite yeah, hard. but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want the fear when you kind of all oh, know up in the air. No, that must be awful. But yeah, yeah. if you know it's solid, <laughs> I yeah. get on board with that. Yeah. Although, like, I think some people get a bit bored. Like, my, I, feel, I certainly think that my husband got a bit bored, you know, with, it's all, I mean, it depends, I suppose, how your mind it works, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and novelty wears off, I suppose, doesn't it, after a while? Yeah, probably. But, you know, if you have children and you get to spend more time with them, then... Yeah, it's it, yeah, it has been lovely. It's been really nice, kind of. Because my boys, are they're at an age where they just, they're just growing constantly. So it has been, it's been really lovely to get some kind of... And to just have my husband here. We never have that. He's usually at work yeah, all day. So, yeah, it's, it's it's been nice as a family, definitely. Has he been able to help you when you've been so busy so that you've been and now when he's been home? Or has he been working? He he never got furloughed. Um, oh. He's worked the entire time. But luckily, he can still kind of be on his laptop and oversee the boys while I yeah. kind of nip to the garage and sand and oil. So, yeah, we've managed to do quite a good sort of juggling act. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's worked out okay. <laughs> I think there's been so much juggling. You probably thought you juggled a lot before lockdown. Yeah, I did. Uh, nothing. Nothing compared to this. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the, the whole like working in shifts and stuff that I've heard from fans and yeah, yeah. It's and I think it's going to seem a doddle when my uh, boys go back to school in September. Yeah, what are you going to do with all your time? <laughs> there's there's going to be silence. There's going to be time. Like it, yeah, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> But hopefully you will also go into, like, a busy sales period of leading up to Christmas. Yes, I've, I've, been, I've been quite bad at looking, actually, at Christmas. Um, but I definitely need to kind of get that in my vision and start figuring out what's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's tricky because I suppose it's almost, you know, forecasting is tricky anyway but even more so when we don't know what's going to happen if there's going to be second wave or whatever will happen right yeah it's like you said I, I always find forecasting quite hard and I think especially when you're a new business there's yeah you don't have that much data to kind of look back on I only have last Christmas and because obviously my first ever Christmas, we were so new, no nobody really knew who we were anyway. <laughs> and your product offering was slightly different. Now when you have the the powder coat of things, you have lower price points too. Yeah, exactly. Which um, a lot of the reason for that was to reach a new kind of audience. And for wholesale, I wanted a smaller, lower priced product that would be more appealing yeah and easier to fit in people's stores too i guess yeah which are these are all the things that i had never thought about like it never even crossed my mind no but then anyway did you think about wholesale when you first started making pegboards no not at all i i didn't think about it for my wooden ones and i still i can't do it on my wooden ones it just wouldn't it wouldn't make any sense for me yeah and then I did think about it when I started, when we did the metal range of pegboards, but I didn't think about all the other things like space and storage and where they're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, now this time around with the new art range and the smaller shelves, I specifically thought of that because I remember talking to you, Therese, and I honestly, I'd never thought about it when you were like, yeah, they're it's a big thing to kind of stock and yeah just that went completely over my head I hadn't hadn't thought of it and it's good for some stores but not all have the same amount of space I suppose yeah exactly and also not all shoppers want to carry something very big home <laughs> yeah exactly I hadn't thought of that either I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to purchase it and be like oh I'll just pop it under my arm and walk home <laughs> Well, they're fairly light. They could do it. Yeah, yeah, you could, definitely, but it'd just be a bit annoying, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have two kids in tow. And, yeah. yeah. Or like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you exhibited, we met, yeah. I, I'm guessing, was it, we met for the first time at Top Draw, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Top Draw last, last September. Yeah, yes, it was. So almost a year ago. I know, I know. It's it feels like it's gone really quick, but also it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. A lot has happened since then. Oh, hasn't it just? Hasn't it just? Yeah, we were supposed to actually be showing again this September. Yeah, no, we're not anymore, obviously. But yeah, that was that was our first ever show. And how did you feel after that? Like how tell me about the experience. Oh wow. So many different emotions. I think going into it, I underestimated it when I look back. I underestimated how big it was, you know, some of the clientele that are going to be there, who's who else is going to be showing there, which is kind of me all over. I've always been quite a, yeah, I want to do it. Let's do it. Like, just like not properly think, oh, hang on, is the, am I running too soon? That might serve you well, though, sometimes, because otherwise you might not dare to sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And I, no, I'm so glad I did it, but I definitely... I definitely learned from it um and yeah kind of leading up to the show I was in your Facebook group Let's Talk Wholesale which was a godsend and helped helped me think of things I kind of hadn't thought about 
and yeah then, and then kind of going there yeah I just wasn't I wasn't ready for quite how full-on a three days it would be <laughs> <laughs> it is it's exhausting isn't it oh my word isn't it I had planned to because I still have quite a lot of friends that are based in London yeah and my husband was helping me my parents were looking after the kids so I was like I had planned to meet friends afterwards to go for a drink and like catch we were dead on our feet (laughs) (laughs) we literally get the tube get the overground to where we were staying get some food eat it and get in bed and go to sleep I was exhausted yeah so your mini break away with your husband and catching up with people and eating nice food it did not happen (laughs) Absolutely not. No, it didn't. We were, because you have to be so on and Mm. so kind of chatty, which I I thought I would be okay with, but actually I was quite nervous to start with. I on my last day I definitely got the hang of it a bit more, but I really do wish I'd have kind of practiced my chat a little bit more. I know that sounds funny, but I think it's good. Yeah, but adding in front of a mirror makes it makes a difference. Yeah, I wish I'd have done that more because there was a company to my. They were kind of on the corner, um, opposite me. And my God, their chat, they just had it down. He spoke to everybody, everybody that walked past him. He was on, like, not in an annoying way either. He was, he was just, he was very friendly and would just spark conversation. Then they'd talk back and then it'd end up, they'd kind of move into their little bit. And it was just brilliant. And I really lacked that on the first, definitely on the first day. I was a bit deer in headlights. Hmm. so yeah I a, a tip would be like you say practice in the mirror just practice kind of well even setting up I, I think that it's really hard right but role play I mean role play, role playing is awkward but it is something to it you know even if you put some products on your desk and you talk the way through your product range and someone asks you loads of questions it would just make such a difference yeah definitely I am um, I I underestimated that part of it and but no I'm I'm glad I did it I thought you know I went in with some crazy idea that I would get tons of wholesale orders as well everyone has and <laughs> I didn't <laughs> well, wasn't it Vicky from email she said on the podcast she um said she wanted I can't remember it was like 30 grand or something (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and Sophie actually said that too my she was on the podcast just this week well yeah a few episodes ago when we this goes out yeah and she said she went to her first trade show and someone asked her do you do you what are you here for are you here for leads are you going to make all your money for the year and she thought oh great can I make all my money for the year (laughs) And that, I, I thought that too. I was like, oh, I'm going to get loads of wholesale orders. It's going to be brilliant. And yeah, it, it, it just wasn't like that, which did, it made me feel a little deflated kind of at the end of it. Yeah. But kind of coming out of it the other side now, like you said, I've, I made some great contacts, some really good leads that sort of led to other things. And it kind of showed, I think, that, that we were serious. We were a serious brand that looks you know to hopefully one day be grow and just get bigger and bigger and that that was half the reason I wanted to do it again this September it's just to stay in people's minds and like we're still here you know we're still, yeah. we're still growing we're still do you think your goals would have been different this year than it was or your expectations absolutely absolutely I would have gone in a lot a lot more kind of focused on just making uh, making contacts and getting mm. like little relationships going rather than thinking I need the sale I need the sale are they going to order and then getting disheartened yeah I would almost obviously obviously you want the orders but well, of course I mean, yeah. I mean but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put that pressure on myself like I did the first time of being like I want the orders there and then and then getting disheartened because we went I think we went two days without an order it was only on the last day I think that happens a lot though you know 
I think that if you do really low price points, that will be quite disappointing if that happens, right? But if you have a slightly higher price point, I think that that's quite common. Yeah, and um, it's kind of, and I know you had said it, and it's funny, isn't it? You just, you don't... (laughs) In. I know you had told me it's all about you know afterwards the follow up like keep going and yeah it's I'm still in contact with some of them and a lot of them haven't kind of ordered from us yet but they will say yeah I want to see the new things like yeah send me something when you know your next product's out and it's all it's all just keeping a relationship going with with potential stockists and absolutely and do you think that by now so with the orders uh, that you did take and the relationship you made you made has that paid off now do you think because it's almost been a year now yes yeah and yes and no I guess like it has I think a couple of places just weren't didn't work it just didn't work yeah Um, and it's a shame but I think that's that's life with everything, isn't it? It's yeah. if you're it's a gamble for them life. too. Yeah, exactly. But kind of, I also think where I feel just a bit more confident in the whole thing after sort of being on the scene for for about a year, hmm. it does seem easier, and I I find it easier reaching out to people, kind of carrying it on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But also, I've definitely seen a change since, and I think it must be maybe because quite a few of the trade shows are have now all been cancelled. Yeah, people are reaching out to me, which is really nice for a change. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. That's great. So, because my next question was going to be like, what are you going to do to now when Top Draw is cancelled, and what are you going to do to grow your wholesale this year? Well, I as soon as it as soon as it got cancelled and mm. we finally had to sort of, yep, yeah, no, it's not happening, I decided to, <laughs> this is typical me as well, um, I decided to email all of the, uh, like, my dream stockist, like the big boys. Big yeah, boys amazing. Because <laughs> I thought it's the perfect opportunity. I, you know, I can start it with, I would have, you know, hope to have met you at Top Draw. We're now not going to be there. I'd still love you to see stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I sent I sent quite a few off to all, all of the bigger brands. And I mean, probably way out of my league, but I thought, I may as well. What's the harm? You've got yeah, nothing. <laughs> amazing. So, yeah, I've done that. I'm yet to hear anything back. And I'm, you know, We'll we'll see. And then, have you followed up though? No, not yet. They've only had the one so far. When did um, you email them? That was probably it. Might have been almost two weeks now. I think. Yeah. So maybe time because some of them were unfurloughed the week before last or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I should follow up actually, probably this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I got quite lucky with a few people reaching out to me, which is really nice. Yeah. And my next step is to um, email smaller indies and, yeah, go down that route. Yeah. I mean, like, it's quite amazing, you know, just talking like this because your confidence talking about reaching out to people, well, your attitude towards it has completely changed in the last year. Yeah, no, it really has. And I think, I don't know... I, Starting off, it was really, it kind of knocks you and you're like, oh, nobody wants to talk to me. Nobody likes my product. No one's getting back to me. (laughs) And then I think after time, you're like, actually, no, they're just all really busy. And if it's not the right fit, they might not have that time to get back to you. It doesn't mean they don't think it's a good product. It's just not the right product for them. And especially not right then and there. They might save your email. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. And um, so, yeah, I think I'm a lot more, I think I'm more realistic. I think that's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't let it get you down as much as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was probably a little unrealistic going in and thought I'd have lots of people being like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. We'll order this, this, this and this. But like you say, it's also a risk 
to them. So it's got to be considered. Yeah. But it's amazing, you know, with the sales that you've had this year, you Mm. have real, like, like a case study or real numbers to base it on. This is my best sellers. I've sold X many, you know, you need this in your shop. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that's going to, yeah, that's going to really help me kind of sell them, basically try and sell them to, to people because, yeah, I know more now. And that's, yeah, it's really helpful. Yeah, you know what color sells the best. You know what shape sells the best. You have so much more data now. Yeah, yeah, and it's so funny. I, you really do have to put like personal taste out just out of your head because my favorite is the coral, the like coralie. Yeah, I love the coral. Yeah, me too. But it's definitely not a favorite. It is the hard, the hardest color. Yeah. place in your home it's probably one of those things that people go oh, that's really pretty i'll buy some earrings in that color <laughs> yeah absolutely but, but they don't know how to match it with their the rest of the things in their home maybe yeah no definitely because i thought oh it's my favorite oh, everyone will love it that'll be the best seller and there's a few like i get the odd orange one kind of but no it's it's definitely the least favorite out of all of our colors which one is the best colour? Oh, do you know, it always it's always between three and they kind of have their moments where they one is in the lead and then the other one takes over. But the top ones are always blush, yeah. pink, mustard and grey, always. Do you find that it depends on what you're promoting on Instagram or put in your newsletters or...? Yeah, I think that, I think that definitely does sway because mint the the mint green has had a like resurgence as well that had gone that had gone quiet and I was like oh maybe you know maybe mint's not very in and then all of a sudden the last month mint has been the absolute favorite maybe it's a seasonal thing too yeah yeah, like maybe people are feeling more summery (laughs) yeah that's true feeling more summery and in the winter they just want like gray and mustard yeah Um, maybe (laughs) I mean, we could come up with a hundred reasons right now. (laughs) And they will probably only be applicable to you and me. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, um, you know, for someone that is new to wholesale then, what have you, what is your top tips? What has been your biggest learnings? It's got to be, I think, not getting disheartened. And I know that feels kind of so easy to say, Mm. but it really is. I kind of, I came out of doing Top Draw and doing the follow-ups from Top Draw and being quite, I almost felt, and I almost felt like I failed. I really did. Yeah. And I thought, oh God, I've, you know, I've, I've invested this money. Nobody likes them. It's, it, it's not going to work. I only got two orders from it. And I, I, I guess I was quite hard on myself and quite down. Yeah, um, I remember this actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really was. And kind of coming out of it the other side now, it's, it just takes time. I really do think it takes time to kind of build your own brand, hmm. also to build the confidence that other people, like stockists, see and think, oh, actually, no, do you know what? They're not just going to disappear in six months' time. They've, they're, they're, they're growing. Because I suppose we are, when you're a brand new, small little business and brand, that you don't have years of, oh, no, we know they're solid. It's hmm. like, and especially where the climate at the moment is, you know, it's the last year this year it's all been kind of up and down hasn't it the economy's not amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. so I think people need need to kind of grow their confidence in you as well so it's not I I'm was all like oh no they don't want me now like it's you know I've failed but it wasn't it's just building building the confidence in yourself and as a relationship with people and then them as a stockist going, yeah, actually these, you know, they do mean business. They're not just some. I think you're completely right. But I also think that it's not necessarily time bounding. I think it's more that your attitude has changed a lot. And the way you talk about your business and the way you talk about your products has changed a lot during the last year. So you're feeling more confident and buyers will see that. So if you did your first show this year, had they been going ahead, you would have had probably a different reaction from what you had, where you were mind-wise last year. Yeah, I I think I would 
definitely have gone in more confident and I have tweaked things kind of that I never again which is why I'm glad I did the first show Mm. I never even considered how people would be really really one of the first questions from everybody was where I manufactured yeah and I it caught me off guard the first time because I I didn't think anyone would even care about that Mm. so yeah it no I I think I've I've definitely grown in confidence and that helps it's just a massive learning curve isn't it (laughs) yeah and I think that that never stops I mean like that's great you can always learn new things yeah so where else do you sell so you sell to a few shops and that's something you want to grow but and then you sell on your own website yeah and Um, then Sorry. Yeah, I'm on my website and then Etsy I also sell on. I'm about to start, well, I'm waiting for everything to get signed off actually on Not on the High Street, mm-hmm. which I'm quite excited about, but also kind of, I'm not sure what to expect really. And I'm sure if anyone follows me on social, on Instagram, they would have seen that I went through a really, really long process to set up with Wayfair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm now not selling on Wayfair. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Do you want to share what happened? Oh, yeah, it was, it was just so long and We'd kind of set everything out and... Did you have to apply to be on there? How did it work in the beginning? Yeah, so I just, I reached out to them and someone got back to me that was from, I think it was from the garden section and they were like, oh, we don't think you'll be a good fit. So I just emailed back and said, oh no, I definitely wouldn't be a good fit for you. But I I would be a good fit for homewares. Yeah. Um, expecting to never hear anything again. And he actually emailed it to Homeworks. <laughs> yeah. And then they got in touch and we kind of went from there and I got really excited and yeah, it was all going ahead. Everything was going to plan. Um, there was tons and tons of setup process and paperwork and all things like that. Because it's dropship, isn't it? Yes, it is dropship. So you, you um, basically sort the price out that you're willing to sell at and that works for everyone and then basically have a whole back system that does everything and they just come and collect off you when they've got an order you say yep it's packed up they come and pick it and then you're done you don't have to deal with anything else after that oh that's good that that would have been quite nice yeah which really I thought oh that's great okay brilliant but (laughs) a big kicker so I mean we were we had we'd actually gone live I had to do I just had to fill out the inventory of how much I had of each and then they told me well they didn't tell me I questioned it I emailed them and said oh it's really odd it's coming up as something else it's my pictures my product but it's not coming up as peg and board Mm. and it's not what I call them there's a completely different name and it's under Wayfair, basically. That's when I found out, oh, no, yeah, you can't you can't sell under your brand name. <laughs> so all that process? All of that, yeah. And they never told you? No. That is I incredible. Know. I know. And then I, so I spoke to, to the guy I was dealing with. He, he was really, he was really nice. Um, and he was like, oh, I told you in the first conversation on the phone. I was like, no, like, do you not remember our conversation was really short because I wasn't fat registered. We thought that would be an issue. So you said, I'm going to go off and look at that and we'll sort something out. And then you came back and were like, no, it's fine. doesn't matter. And we went from there. We never had another telephone conversation. It was all just via documents back and forth. So yeah, I just had no idea. And he apologised. and But apparently I did speak to someone else. And apparently it's not the first time. <laughs> I mean, it's it's unfortunate that we're not more shocked than we are. (laughs) Like, well, than I am, at least. Yeah. And they did did kind of try to be like, come on, just give it a go. Yeah. You might be really presently surprised. Let's do a month trial. But I just just couldn't do it. I, I felt like I've spent so long... And I'm still doing it. We're still so, I'm like, Peg and Boyd is still so small and new. I just, I'm, there's no way I'm 
just allowing it to be like, oh, okay, yeah, just ignore my brand and sell it. Like I put so much work into yeah. that. <laughs> that yeah, it was just no, no. And part of it being on there would be to raise your brand awareness. Absolutely. That was what I was so excited about. I thought this look, this is going to look so good for for peg and board. Yeah. And then to lose that. No, no. (laughs) And instead you might have people that go on Wayfair and said like, oh, someone's copying you. Yeah, exactly. Or did you copy Wayfair? Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's just not on. So then... Uh, you basically said no and you went to not on the high street instead yeah because it's always the way isn't it like they say when you're waiting for a bus nothing comes for an hour yeah and then they all come at once but that was the same so not on the high street I had applied twice before and been turned down and then I applied for a third time thinking I'd get turned down again to be honest and they finally were like yeah we think we think it'd be great (laughs) they're they're looking to grow their homewares bit and they want to concentrate on it so they were they were all for it but they were then like we don't like the fact you're going to be selling on Wayfair (laughs) so oh no but yeah luckily it all worked out I did go back on to go back to not on the high street and say oh I, I kind of can't give up one when I haven't tried either but then it all worked out anyway so kind of was a blessing really and yeah hopefully I'll be I'll be live on not on the high street in not too long that's great so that will be another boost for Christmas sales yeah I hope so I really hope so I kind of I get really mixed obviously not on the high street for some has kind of really changed their business and brought loads of kind of extra things in and I'm kind of trying again not to go into it with high expectations (laughs) so hopefully I'll be yeah pleasantly surprised yeah I think it really depends on what gets promoted by not on the high street because there's so many products on there yeah but yours are quite different from everything else so that's a good plot thing yeah yeah I hope I hope it'll work I know they're really reading through everything they're really really hot on lifestyle images which I definitely kind of lack because I'm all about the product shop. <laughs> well, I like your pictures. You know, the ones that you... I thought you think you do them really cleverly where you kind of paint all the bits in the oh, same. Yeah, that was... Um, Claire Nicholson did them for me. And, oh, my word, she's so good. <laughs> she She's so good. I had... I just handed all responsibility over to her. They're so nice. Aren't they? Yeah, she did me like a little mini mood board and we sort of had a chat about what the overall kind of look we wanted. Um, But yeah, they were done during lockdown and I just sent her the star and she just did her thing. And yeah, she's great. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I, I definitely would love. And they are lifestyle images. They're just a different kind to... Yeah, I think that's what I'm... In someone's home. Yeah, but they are all about kind of in someone's home, looking like somebody's actually using them. So I'm going to have to do some work there because my house is definitely not the background. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was me and Catherine. I think Catherine um, early posted on... She's redoing her daughter's room. Yeah. And she posted like a picture of like a gallery wall. Mm. And she was sort of saying, like, I, as you can see, this is not my forte. Like, lifestyle images are really hard They're to so take. difficult. And, well, especially when the backdrop of our house is, like, really old textured wallpaper. <laughs> so it's not ideal. Let us just say that. <laughs> but you don't have to use, I mean, you could, could you put a board up? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think we we bought our house off an old lady that decorated it in the 1980s. And let's just say it's not retro chic at all. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just a granny house. Maybe you need to do some gifting to some yeah, great interior accounts. <laughs> yes, I think I will actually be like, could you just use your very lovely backdrops? To <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> yeah, it will all come. 
It will, it will. What, um, so what is your plan for the rest of the year? How are you feeling about retail this year? Yeah, I'm obviously really, really pleasantly surprised. And kind of going forward, it's, yeah, the next big game is Christmas. Um, which, funnily enough for me, last Christmas kind of stayed the same. I'm usually, it's really consistent. Obviously, I've had a spike in lockdown. Um, I think just because there's more people at home. But yeah, I'm kind of planning for, I, I know some companies, it really, you know, it's a crazy time for them. But so far for me, it's it's just been pretty average, pretty normal. But I'm gonna, I, I aim to offer, I want to try gift cards this year, gift vouchers. Yeah. Because um, I know so many people tell me that picking, choosing is is kind of the hardest part. So, yeah. So yeah. So I think that might, if they wanted, like, to choose for, I don't know, someone, they might just have no clue. So it would be nice to offer a voucher, so then it takes the pressure off them getting it right. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that your items are more giftable this year. Yeah, I really hope so. Again, that was another that was another big factor for the art range I really wanted stuff that was a bit more like you say giftable and just a better price point yeah I mean like um, you know investing and gifting someone a a little like plant pot or you know it's not the same commitment as a bit yeah so (laughs) so I guess like gift cards and like the smaller items may be a great way to lead them into buying into your brand yeah that's Kind of that's the plan, and basically just managing to you know not not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a hope for all of us. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big that's a big hope. <laughs> but it is fun. You're enjoying it, aren't you? Oh, I absolutely love it, and I really kind of I'm so glad I went for it and I've stuck with it. And yeah, I. It kind of is my like third baby. I really do, yeah, put everything into it, and I I wouldn't change it for the world. It's knackering, but <laughs> but I guess that is just. I'm sure you're fully aware, Therese. That is just business, isn't it? And growing, and trying, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that in the beginning, at least, I think that later you need to find a way. I think you can claim back balance a bit more. But also, I wouldn't say that it's the same exhausting as putting in those hours in an office. Like, yeah. it leaves you with a lot of freedoms too. Yeah, absolutely. We kind of, I, we went away for four days just in, in the UK just to get out of our house. And, you know, you wouldn't have necessarily that freedom, would you? Because you have to make sure, you know, you get the time off, you can do it like, it's it's a real treat being able to just do things yeah around you like yesterday it was too hot to get to say anything done so i got very little done but like i know i can work in the weekend when it's a bit cooler instead and no one's gonna tell me off yeah, for exactly. it no one's gonna say no but that had to be done by friday yeah that is, yeah it's so nice i i don't think i could ever go back to working for someone else <laughs> i don't think i would be a, a very good employee anymore no, I don't think I would either <laughs> I think I'm a little bit ruined now <laughs> we've ruined ourselves although <laughs> saying that I think employers has become much more flexible during the lockdown yeah yeah which I think is great though like yeah people should have more I think everyone should have more say over as long as you do the work, why does it matter? Well, of course. But a lot of families have had to work in shifts, right? And work different times. Yeah. And as long as you kind of show up for your meetings. Yeah, exactly. At the set times, then people have been able to set their own schedule a bit more and still get their work done. Yeah, absolutely. My husband has a work call at 10 to 11 every day. So it's like, yeah, we know that hour is he'll go off and do his work call and I've got the boys. Yeah, you kind of it's just working around each other, isn't it? And I, I think that it has lots of positives. On the other hand, he's been home for dinner every day and yeah. Yeah, it's so nice and for breakfast and for like it's yeah, it's really lovely. Really lovely. I think it's been a reset. I think people are mindsets I think is changing, not yeah, just, just the fact that we're investing more in our homes and 
Absolutely. People have gotten to know each other in a different way. There's lots of positives from something so horrible. Definitely. It's I think there's just there's there's more there's so much more awareness, isn't there, of your community, who you mm. live near, who you're helping. And I think that again spills over to small business. People people are really thinking about where they're spending their money and choosing to go to smaller little indie brands which is brilliant yeah actually what you said about the fact that you know when they buy a peg someone buy a pegboard yeah from you it's like supporting a couple of other small businesses yeah, absolutely local to you that is amazing i think you know people want to hear just that sort of thing yeah it's yeah it's definitely a thing i i think just from having this chat with you, I need to kind of shout about more. Well, I didn't, I missed it. And I look at your Instagram quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do need to shout about that more. It's, no, it's really, well, and it's just great that everyone wants to kind of support the smaller people. It's lovely. It's, it was the one that, well, I hope when I started this season and we were talking about what's going to happen, mm. it was what I was hoping was going to happen and I actually really really felt and thought that it would but obviously no one knew right yeah absolutely and then throughout the season I've kind of heard more and more stories about how that has actually been the case and it's just been amazing to hear yeah it really has I've kind of you get messages as well where people are like oh I bought something because I you know I just wanted to support you and you're like it's so nice people yeah it's really really lovely yeah i think uh, let's hope it continues for the rest of the year (laughs) or and beyond that of course (laughs) fingers crossed so um thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's been so lovely to hear about how things have changed for you and how much more confident you've gotten through that the last year well thanks for having me yeah and then before we kind of finish, would you share where people can find you, connect with you, and of course buy from you? Yeah, I um, so I'm mainly on Instagram all the time, <laughs> and I am um, it's peg and board, um, or then it's my website, which again pegandboard.com. Yeah, so come and say hello to me. I'm always up for a chat. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm usually always scrolling as well. So, well, if I'm not oiling, that is, or sanding. <laughs> um, yeah, but come and say hello. I, I love um, meeting and chatting to new people. That's so lovely. Thank you so much. And I'll put all your details in the show notes too, so it's easy for people to find you. Perfect. Thank you, Therese. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Laura, for coming on the show and having such a long chat. And thank you to all of you who are listening. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you enjoyed this season. There will be just one more episode and then that's it. And then I will be back in October for season four. As always, I love seeing where you are tuning in. So if you could share over on Instagram, I'm small underscore business underscore collaborative. And of course, it also really helps if you rate and review the podcast. We all know that that makes a real difference for your products. It does the same for this podcast. So if you enjoy it, be brilliant if you would take a moment to do that. I will be back shortly or in the next few days with the last episode of the season, the grand finale, if you will. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week.